his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. This is a KMOX Radio special presentation. The first KMOX Radio broadcast was in St. Louis on December 24th, 1925. Hard to believe we're that far removed. Hi, I'm your host, Ryan Recker, and this isn't the first anniversary special of the radio station either. In fact, the golden anniversary date, the 50th anniversary, was spent on December 24th, 1975. For the next few hours, we're going to look back at the archive and hear some of those stories from that day, starting with Jack Carney and Joe Sullivan. 50 years ago today, you probably remember sitting there in your home in Milwaukee, scratching with the little cat's whisker with your headphones strapped tightly over your little fat ears, trying to catch one of our first broadcasts from KMOX. Was that the day that you came over and said, that's the last time I'm trying to listen on your radio, I'm going to yeah. buy my own? I took the radio back, if you remember that. I think that was it. Well, you probably want to congratulate us for 50 years and wish us well on the next 50 years. Well, I do. And you probably want to say Merry Christmas to us and to our listeners. Right? Well, what are you And you probably to want to thank all the loyal Cardinal football fans for their loyalty and tell them that the team is going to go out there Saturday and beat the Rams, right? And you probably want to give us yeah. greetings from uh, Bill Bidwell and the entire staff of the football Cardinals, and that's probably why you called, am I right? And you probably want to send along best wishes from your lovely wife, Joan, too, to all of our KMOX listening audience. I guess that was probably the purpose of your call. Am I right, Joe? Well, Jack, the purpose of my call was really to congratulate KMOX on its 50th birthday. I said that, Joe. And to wish everybody a happy new year. It's Christmas, dumb And to wish everybody a very merry Christmas. Oh, I thought you were. Okay. From Bill Bidwell and all of the staff of the St. Louis Football Cardinals. Well, that's nice. And look forward to a great year next year. You're but still you said all of these things. You're still going to be here next year? <laughs> <laughs> I think I've got as good a chance as you have. <laughs> oh, listen, I've met a lot of great people in my life, Joe. Your name isn't even on the list. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, I've had a lot of good times in my life, and those times with you, with you have not been some of them. <laughs> well, it's, it's good to know who your friends are. And Christmas, all of these things come to the fore, as it were. Yes, I wanna, some of them even come in pairs. I want to say, I want to get serious for a minute, though. Okay, Joe. let's get serious. Get off the air. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 
that's about the only time you do get served. Yes. Mr. Hyland asked if I'd like to go along with the team and do the post-game broadcast, and I said that I'd talk to you about it, but I don't know. It's After all, it's the holidays, and I've got so much else to do. And I wouldn't want to ask you to fly me out there to California to the game and supply me with a hotel room and buy my meals. That wouldn't be fair to ask. Well, why don't you, you know, you've already blown the baseball job. Yeah. <laughs> now, if you came in and take a chance at this, you might be able to blow the football job. Two in one year you could do. Merry Christmas, Joe. <laughs> it was really swell talking to you, Joe. You have other people waiting? I've got a, about five here, and seven of them are more interesting than you are. <laughs> I certainly hope so. If anybody would know, you would. <laughs> that was Joe Sullivan at the football card, and that's a way to start a 50th anniversary. <laughs> Miriam, you're supposed to be in here, too. Bob Osborne is here. Ellen Sherberg is here. We're going to talk to Art Stout in a minute. You know what I want to do, because we have one minute here maybe 50 years ago today christmas eve are you on this segment no you're not going to do anything you handsome devil uh one thing that occurred to me was okay well let's talk to our before we before of that because i had an idea about something you got to say something bob i was just enjoying the dialogue that you and joe had worked yeah. out so carefully planned listen if there's you anything really compliment each other anything wrong with your christmas right now i have Dr. Blue here. And oh, she is she going to help out? She has something that will cure it all. If you're getting that pre-Christmas blues, she's going to give you a 50,000 watt. All eight. is well. Give him another one, Miss Blue. <laughs> all is well. Right, Miriam, all is well. How's your Christmas going? Wonderful. Boy, yes, sir. They said there, I had to tell one of the happiest Christmas of my life, so I can't think of a sad one, but this is the happiest one. You can't never had a bad one. No. But this is the best one. Best of all. Yeah. Well, why is that? What's been so terrific? Well, being here at our Caramel X yeah. and being with Jack Carney and Mr. Osborne and yeah. all the kids around here, it makes it makes all the difference in the world. You know why we keep you here, Miriam? Because you call us kids. Well, yeah. I haven't been called a kid in <laughs> 31 years. <laughs> <laughs> you are kids under under me, so I uh, I want to wish each and every one out there in KMOX Radio Land a very merry Christmas, and remember that each and every day is the beginning of a new life. So please live it as if it's your last day. You you believe those things? You don't. Miriam doesn't have platitudes and little sayings. When Miriam said, "Those are the things she lives." She comes in here every day, so happy and smiling. We we thought for years that you were a seri secret drinker, Miriam. That you were <laughs> back in the library within the cooking sherry. But you just every day you get up and start your life all over again. Right. right. Every morning when I wake up, you know, when you can get up and and get out of the bed. Ooh, thank you, Father, for another day. You know, and you're able to move. Yeah. And I come over here, and I can worry these kids around here, you know. And everybody said, how are you, Miriam? And then uh, at first they was teasing me, but now they, they, they really want to know how I am. And what do you tell them? All, All is well. well. <laughs> <laughs> Stay tuned. More KMOX Anniversary Memories are coming up next. In 2020, KMOX turned 95 years old. And to celebrate, we're looking back at the golden anniversary of the station, our 50th from 1975. 
Let's just see how oh, yeah. far back. Miriam, now you weren't raised in the St. Louis area. When did you come to St. Louis? When I was 16, 16. 1930. We came here in 1930. Mm -hmm. You probably heard KMOX back in 1930. Yeah. But when uh, Mr. Osborne said about the, the ball games, yeah. I'll never forget one night uh, the Cardinals, when they first started playing night games, I guess. Yeah. The Cardinals was far behind. I don't know the scores, but that's when Dizzy Dean then was on, yeah. you know. And uh, right over there at Sportsman's Park, they played until about 1 o'clock in the morning. I think they played about 16 or 18 innings, but the Cardinals came from behind and won. And so that's the reason won. I've always said, never underestimate the power of the Cardinals. You never know. <laughs> 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 well, let's see how far this listener goes back. Uh, I go back to the start. I was three years old, and my mother held crystal set to my ears. You're king, and you remember that? Well, not really, but I remember her telling me about it. And she held the crystal set up to your ears, and that hooked you, and you've been hooked ever since. I suppose so. She well, wants to instill culture in me. <laughs> All right. Merry Christmas. Thank you. We'll take one more. Do you go back a long ways with us in our 50-year history? I uh, heard the first broadcast. The very first? Yeah, that's right. Christmas Eve, 1925. That is right. Well, isn't that interesting? Was it announced in the newspapers that KMOX was going on the radio? Is that how you knew? That's right, and they also uh, asked for people to call in to, to uh, find out how they were being received in the area. Now, where were you? I was living in St. Louis at Union and Minerva. And in their studios, and I assume transmitter, was down Kirkwood. That's right. And you received them and called in? That's right. Did anybody answer? It was probably Jeannie. Well, somebody answered. I don't remember who it yeah. was, but uh, they answered and thanked me. You remember anything about that very first broadcast from KMOX, what they had on the air, what they did? No, that I couldn't tell you. Yeah. We, uh, the receiving equipment was pretty crude in those days. I had a homemade set, a single tube reflex job, and uh, it, it wasn't too good. So I don't remember too much about it, but I know they were coming in real good. I remember making a set out of an oatmeal container. Yeah, they used to do that. They used to wind them, wind coils around them. That's right. Uh huh. But you had to eat the oatmeal first. That was the killer. <laughs> that was the, that was the trick. <laughs> Tell me your name. <clears throat> My name is Winnaker. Mr. Winnaker, thank you for calling, and have a very, very merry Christmas. The same to you, and thanks. Right, sir. Bye bye. Well, you see, Miriam, there were some people around there back in Yeah, back there with me, wasn't it? <laughs> back there with you. <laughs> Remember the first time, Bob, you heard KMOX? Back in Massachusetts, when I was probably around 13, 14. You'll do a little fast math. Yeah, that, well, don't bother. <laughs> you could forget the whole thing. Listening to the ball game. Up in Massachusetts? Oh, yeah. Just as clear as a bell. And then I can remember uh, going to college and all through New England, you could get the station fine. Fifty years is a long time. Hard to believe in one facility like this. Fifty years. Well, it seemed like fifty until you passed, and then, then, then it was just like it was yesterday. Yeah. Mr. Highland doesn't look that old, does he, Mary? No, he doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> Expect a call, Jack. There's the private lines ringing. We better have another all is well, Miriam. <laughs> all is well. One more, just for good measure. All is well. Sticks Baron Fuller, the store that is Santa's best friend. That's for sure. There are so many exciting things from all over the world at Sticks Baron Fuller. It's easy and it's fun to make those last-minute gift purchases. 
Besides, the friendly folks at Sticks, Bear & Fuller are eager to help you get the sled on the road tonight, so hurry in. Sticks Downtown, West Roads, River Roads, Crestwood, Jamestown, all Sticks, Bear & Fuller stores are open till 4.30 today. Oh, and by the way, one of the nicest gifts you can give anyone is a Sticks, Bear & Fuller gift certificate. The gift certificate booths are conveniently located in each Sticks store. Well, this is the start of our Christmas Eve party on this, the 50th anniversary of KMOX Radio. We're not going to take any more calls right now from listeners who go way back with KMOX, but during the course of the afternoon, we'll be opening the phone lines again and asking you if you remember the early days of KMOX. Ellen Sherberg has come in from the newsroom, and this is particularly fortunate that Ellen came in right now because we were talking before about Miss Blue going on vacation, Ellen. We're going to need somebody to say all is well, and I thought that <laughs> Miriam could perhaps train you to say all. You go ahead and give her, tell her the secret. Nobody can do it like Miss Blue. I know that, but she's got to have a vacation. You want me to save her job again. For all is well. Try it, Ellen. Try all it. is well. What do you think? Right, beautiful. Was that good? Of course. Can I give people advice, too? I love giving other people advice. Here's Ellen Sherberg with a bit of advice to you on Christmas Eve. Now my advice to all of you listening out there, how's that? I don't have anything to say, but how's that? Well, that's okay so far. What's well, the I'm going to tell you... How to get vinegar stains off the ceiling. Oh, yeah. Stand on your toes. Go ahead. Um, I will advise all of you women out there to follow my lead. And my holiday present to my husband this year is that I'm taking the charge accounts out of my pocketbook. And he says we're going to see if I die. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we've got to go. Miriam Blue, one more, dear. All is well. And That's you, beautiful. And you, Robert? i got to say plain old Merry Christmas. <laughs> Just plain old Merry Christmas. Well, that Alan, isn't all bad. And, Ellen, you want to try all is well again? Sure. All is well. <laughs> And our Christmas Eve, your Christmas Eve party continues in just a few moments with people like Gordon Curry from Hollywood and Al Raboski and Lauren Turnow and Sidney Solomon III and Sally Fitz and Al Fleischman and George Carson and Big Ed McCauley and Torchy Willman and Kurt Ray and Dottie Bennett and Steve Trankman and Big Divine and, and Mary Cox and many other delightful people on this. Our 50th anniversary, Christmas Eve, 1975. I'm Jack Carney, and to you and yours, a very Merry Christmas. And I'll be back tomorrow, regular time, 9 o'clock, on the only station you'll ever need, KMOX Radio, the voice of St. Louis. The London Economist had some advice to Henry Kissinger today. Tell the Soviets Russian granaries won't be restocked with American grain unless the Soviets pull in their horns in Angola. The Economist calls this some old-fashioned blackmail. On Wall Street, the Dow Industrial Average is ahead 8.19, big board volume nearly 11 million. This is Reed Collins, CBS News. This is KMOX Radio, the voice of St. Louis, and we're celebrating our 50th anniversary today. I'm Rex Davis. Dan Kelly is right here beside me. Large as life. Yeah. That's... No, I'll tell you a thing. It's Christmas. You're supposed to be nice to. <laughs> okay. Tell Merry us, Christmas to you, Rex. No, same to you. And tell us about Christmas in Canada. Very similar to here. Of course, uh, ha not having snow for Christmas is a little bit unusual for my background uh, because there's usually, although I can remember some Christmases when there wouldn't be snow. So I enjoy a white Christmas. I know everyone uh, worries about the snowstorms and the, the problems, but uh, I enjoy I, I I don't mind if it leaves December 26th, but I enjoy a a white Christmas. Yeah, you probably sit in there with your feet up at the uh, fireplace. Fire fireplace. Uh -huh. You got it. And you don't have to worry about going out at all. You don't have to. You just look out the window at the snow. And You mentioned 50th anniversary, Rex. Yes. Uh, 
I've been here, uh, well, this is, I'm going into my eighth season, or eighth year at KMOX. How long have you been here now? Would you believe that I have spent 30 of the 50 years here? Is that right? Yeah. Here's a familiar voice on the telephone. It's a voice that I haven't heard for a couple of hours. We filled in a six to nine stint this morning. Here's Mort Crowley. Greg, good afternoon. Happy birthday to the radio station and Merry Christmas to one and all. Mort, how are you going to be spending Christmas? On the air or uh, opening gifts? No, we're going to be home, uh, Dan. As a matter of fact, uh, we'll be home for a couple of days opening gifts. Uh, going to go to church tonight and have a real old-fashioned Christmas. And uh, I don't know, how uh, how's the Kelly family going to be this Christmas? Very same. Uh, very quiet, stay at home, go to midnight mass, uh, open gifts, this type of thing. Very what, quiet. What's a, what's a real old-fashioned Christmas you guys are talking about? Well, I mean the kind that uh, doesn't have too much uh, going out connected with it, Rex. It's uh, mainly a home type thing, you know? Uh -huh. Uh, the parties and uh, all that stuff has been left behind and uh, you spend it with your family. Well, listen, there's supposed to be three inches of snow by morning and I'm coming in here. If you'd rather uh, get out of the house and come in, I'll stay home. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, if you need some help, I'll be glad to come help you, but i gotta go. Uh, I got to go uh, get the gifts opened up first, so it might be a little after 9 o'clock. Okay, we hope you have a very happy Christmas. Thank you so much, Rex. Same to you. So long, Mark. Right. We have another guest here in the studio, and uh, this gentleman goes way back as far as KMOX is concerned. KMOX, you know, is celebrating its 50th anniversary today, and we have next to me at the next microphone Mr. Ambrose Haley. Now, I must confess that uh, I don't know anything about Mr. Haley, except that I understand he worked with Pappy Cheshire. That's right, yeah. What did you do with uh, Pappy Cheshire? Well, I was a comedian and a singer and a musician. Is that right? <laughs> What'd you play? Bass, fiddle, guitar. And uh, what kind of uh, comedy did you... Well, there's ever what they wrote out for us, the script. Tiny Rainier was the... Uh, Tiny Rainier, I've heard that name. Yeah. And that's, uh, he was the one who write the scripts, uh, wrote the scripts for us. How long were you around KMOX? Ten years. I see. Yeah. How long ago was this, uh, Mr. Haley? I came here in 35, and I left in 45. So you were uh, right here at the beginning. Yeah, yeah, but France Locks was here, and, uh, of course, uh, I heard you mention some people a while ago. Just Paul Wills? Yeah, oh, yeah, Paul sure. Paul used to work with me. I worked with Paul in show business. I was 15 years in show business before I went into radio. Mm -hmm. Howard Dorsey, did you know yeah, him? Yeah, yeah. Mr. Schaus, he was a... Uh, Jim Schaus. Jim Schaus, and yes. Mr. Valkenberg was a... Uh, was, uh, Jack Van Valkenberg. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, let's hear some of this uh, old-fashioned Christmas. Okay. Ambrose Haley. See the Christmas tree the way it used to be. I can't wait to hear the dinner bell. Oh, how I long for my corn, corn and turkey and the pies that my mom would bake for me. I'm going home for an old-timey Christmas. Going home to the hills of Tennessee. 
Well, our thanks to you, Ambrose Haley, for glad coming Glad to be in. here. I'm glad to see you and uh, happy to be back here for your anniversary. Take care of yourself and have a very Merry Christmas. Thank you. Thank you very much. Merry Christmas, Mr. Haley. Thank you. More from the KMOX archives coming up next. a special presentation from KMOX Radio. KMOX is celebrating 95 years of broadcasting, and today we're rebroadcasting moments from the golden anniversary in 1975. I'm your host, Ryan Recker, with these familiar voices. Well, tis the season to be jolly, and boy, are they out scampering around the shopping centers today because I was one of the scamperers just a very few minutes ago. And so was Bob Starr. Indeed. I have yet to finish a Christmas shopping season in regulation time. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it. It's impossible. I'm Jim White, and we're continuing throughout the afternoon here with the KMOX at your service extravaganza, celebrating, of course, the 50th anniversary of KMOX Radio. It all happened Christmas Eve 50 years ago today. And, of course, our annual Christmas party on KMOX featuring all the personalities, a lot of the behind-the-scenes people and some in front of the scenes. And What time of the day did they sign on? I don't know. Midnight on the 24th or midnight on the 23rd? or It was Christmas Eve, Kirkwood, Missouri. That's KMOX. Yeah. That's where that came from. If we have you a imagine gentleman. 50 years ago, some guy about four hours before they sign on, one of the engineers said, it doesn't work, it doesn't work, it won't work. <laughs> We have a fellow in the studio with us that, uh, I don't think he was here in 1925, but he spent a great many years with KMOX, and we're very happy to welcome him back to St. Louis. He's still with the CBS organization in Chicago with WBBM and his engineering supervisor, George Clare. George, good to have you back. Thank you very much. It's real, real nice to be here, seeing all the familiar faces again, and welcome back to these beautiful studios, which are still as pretty as when I left them. George came about the same time, or left about the same time I came, and we worked for a couple of months together. I know George was the fellow I had to go beg for a little engineering time now and then to uh, record a few things. I imagine that's still happening. (laughs) (laughs) The fellow that took over is on a little different basis. Uh, He accepts gifts. Gratuities, they're called. (laughs) Or in the common vernacular, bribes, I think, to get an engineer. The old payola. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder, George, if you'd think back to 1945, and that was... 30 years ago, and KMOX had already been on the air 20 years, but looking back in 1945 when you arrived on the scene, what was a typical program day like here? Well, we started uh, in production, started at 7 o'clock in the morning with the Hillbilly Show, Uncle Dick Slack's morning show, started at 7 o'clock in the morning, and uh, the local cut-ins and the 15-minute soap operas were on disc at the time. Up till noon, then <clears throat> noon, and back to our news again, and back to more soap operas in the afternoon, and from five to six was the local news. Then more uh, soap operas ended about five o'clock. Then we went into local broadcasting from five o'clock until uh, midnight. Then the all-night operations. I, <clears throat> I started off mentioning the hillbilly programs. When I was sent down from Chicago. One of the things I'll never forget, I was sent down from Chicago. We were trained to stopwatch everything, put a time on the sheet, mark it down, back up, back, back up your timings. 
And Lambert Corps at the time was a production man on these hillbilly shows. And I watched him work one day because I had to take a show the next day. He was going on vacation. And um, he didn't time anything. Well, that was out of my jurisdiction entirely. I had to time things, had to time things. So I wrote down all the times. I made the boys time their numbers. They looked at me like I was crazy. <laughs> and we get on the air, and sure enough, the very first musical selection, way off the timings, way off timings. And come to find out, <clears throat> you just let the boys go. Let them go entirely. When you want them to f finish up, put the fist up in the air and they get off the air for you right away. <laughs> <laughs> all my time is all my work. <clears throat> Shot to heck. Just, just forget about the timesheets. That's true. We have our leader to introduce for just a moment here to give greetings from headquarters. And that would be... Mr. Diggs, Sam Diggs, the president of the CBS Radio Network. This is Sam Diggs, president of the CBS Radio Division. It's my special pleasure to congratulate Bob Hyland and all of the members of the staff of KMOX Radio on the 50th anniversary of the station. I take a special pleasure in this because I used to listen to KMOX when I was growing up in Columbia, Missouri. I also take pleasure in the superb job done by the station. The KMOX record of programming, community involvement, as well as involvement in the entire service area is an enviable one. KMOX is a bright jewel in the CBS crown, and we look forward to the next 50 years of achievement at KMOX. Your neighbor. That was Sam Diggs, the president of the CBS Radio Network Division, one of the great Missouri football fans of all time. He is super. He He's is a super. alum of Mizzou. Oh, yeah, yeah. His brother still lives in Columbia, runs an insurance agency, I think, down there, an insurance company of some sort. But I just saw him the other night in California. But Mr. Diggs is a supreme football fan. He comes back at least once a year, if not a couple of times a year. One of the great dressers, too. I have a gentleman on the line with us right now, Bob, who knows a great deal about phone numbers because he was with the phone company when KMOX got going way back when. His name is Ray Elmore, and we've imposed on his time for a little bit to talk with us for just a minute. Ray, how are you today? Okay. You remember uh, stringing uh, those wires? We've got a radio on in the other room in here. Uh, Jim, will that interfere with this? No, it's, it sounds okay now. We're okay. Sounds okay. Huh? What, uh, what was it like that... 1925 when you had to string wires. Uh, it literally was hanging wires on poles, wasn't That's it? That's exactly what it amounted to, uh, Jim. At that time, uh, this the, the location of the two original towers on Guy Road north of Manchester was a big uh, cow pasture, uh, growed up in weeds and brush, and uh, there was no circuits out there. Uh, it'll be hard for people who live there now to realize just exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, Kirkwood uh, didn't extend beyond Manchester Road north at all at that, that was, time. That was the end of civilization. That's exactly right. Now, this crew that I was a part of, and incidentally, there's only two of the crew left, me and a fellow by the name of Siren. William Siren lives in South St. Louis. And we're the only two living members of the line crew that placed this wire from Old Orchard and Big Bend in Webster Groves we're on out to Kirkwood. I guess we worked on that job a week or ten days or maybe longer. But uh, it was quite a thing then. Uh, it was the day of crystal sets, Model T Fords, and uh, these circuits that we gave KMX for the opening, we gave them two circuits. 
they wouldn't even amount to good telephone circuits today because of the type of construction. Uh, it was already copper wire put together with a double-barrel tubular sleeve that was twisted to make a splice, and you could blow smoke through this sleeve after you made it up. So uh, it wouldn't begin to do your job today. Your, your, your circuits of today are so much more sophisticated. And of course, today we're using microwave to get it from the studio to the oh, transmitter. Yeah, yeah, but at that time, you went through the Webster Grove Central Office, and mm -hmm. from there on, I'm not sure where you went. Did it work the first time? Well, yes, uh, they, they uh, were going to ha open, as I recall, at 8 p.m., and uh, all of us fellows, they had us standing by in case there was trouble on the circuits, and we were standing outside of this little building they had there, out in that cow pasture on Christmas Eve, and incidentally, my wife of one month, I'd only been married a month, we had scheduled a trip home over this holiday and here i am our train's going to leave at 8 p.m at union station because automobiles are pretty scarce i didn't have one then and uh, here i am standing around out there at this KMOX tower which was like uh, being over in africa today and no way to get home and uh, fortunately for me our supervisor uh pulled the group a group of us standing there and has any of you fellows planned on leaving town over the holiday Yes, I said I have, but I said I can't get uh, home in time to get to Union Station now. Well, a fellow spoke up that had a Model T Roadster. He was a cable splicing supervisor. He said, uh, where do you live? I said, 4700 McMillan. He said, I'll take you there. Get in. Well, he took me there. I rushed in the front door and told my, my bride of a month to call a cab. And I'd see if I could get presentable to get on a train and, and take off. And we barely made this train down at Union Station. <laughs> Times have changed a wee bit, all right? They have changed. Uh, I've got about five or six radios, I guess, and down through the years, they've been tuned pretty much to KMOX. And the greatest thing for me, Jim, I believe, as far as KMOX is concerned, is when they started broadcasting the Cardinal baseball games. And they still are. Aren't they, Bob Starr, said he with a grin. <laughs> yes, they are. I hope so for a long time to come. But they are. We yeah. want to thank Ray Elmore for joining us and uh, telling us about that first broadcast in 1925 Christmas Eve. And, Ray, we wish you and yours the merriest of Christmases and hope on our next anniversary celebration we can tell that story once again. This is KMOX Radio, the voice of sports in St. Louis. Jim White is here. I'm Bob Starr. We have George Carson in the studio. Al Fleischman's in the studio. Is he supposed to be in the studio? Is Mr. Fleischman? I see his name is on the list. He's here at the appointed time between <laughs> 2 and 3, so we'll be back and talk with those people in a minute. Oh, Santa Claus, I need a couple of last-minute gifts, and I can't think of a thing. <laughs> How can you laugh in a crisis like this? Because the answer to your problem is a calculator. Eight-digit, pocket-sized, for home or office, on sale now at Central Hardware, only $9.99. That's ridiculous. Uh, true. A ridiculous price. Regularly $19.95, only $9.99 at Central Hardware. Save almost $10. It's a Calfax calculator with floating decimal, constant key, a percent key, and one-year replacement warranty. I could give one to Tommy for school, Bob for his office, 
I need one. AC adapters also available. And one for the Joneses and Aunt Clara and Grandpa. I figured you'd like the idea. An eight-digit calculator, half price, only $9.99 at Central Hardware. $9.99, that's ridiculous. Why am I laughing? I gotta get to Central Hardware. <laughs> you pick up, I deliver. We've got it all from scoop to nuts at Central Hardware. We celebrate 95 years of KMOX Radio, and today it's stories from the golden anniversary in 1975. Gentlemen, we have another fellow on the line with us right now, very much a part of the St. Louis sports scene over the years, Big Ed McCauley. Ed, how are you today? Now, don't say over the years. Uh, don't emphasize that over the years, Jim White. Well, you've been here longer than I have. I'll put it that way. Been here all my life. Mr. McCauley, when you were playing basketball, they still laced the basketball. They laced the basketball. Now, you think you're kidding, Bob Starr, but that's true. We used to play in Madison Square Garden with a laced basketball. It, uh, it was oblong. Uh, you know, they didn't, it wasn't as round as it is today. And you'd grab it on the end and really get a pretty good grip on it. They call uh, it a football now, don't they? Well, yes. Uh, doesn't uh, didn't bounce quite as erratically as a football. But I'll tell you, I just heard George talking about the uh, the history of Camo X, and it reminded me that when I played here at St. Louis University, which I started playing in the uh, uh, fall of 1945, and I graduated in 49, and the games were carried on Camo X at that time, and I guess, and this is really going to sound strange, we were the only game in town. During the winter months, they had the Cardinal baseball broadcast, of course, in the summertime, but uh, I guess it was Billiken basketball, and I'm sure uh, George Carson will remember the St. Louis Flyers hockey team, but uh, yes, I can remember the, uh, you know, the excitement of uh, everybody was glued to the radio in 1948 when St. Louis University went to the NIT to play in the championship tournament there, and it was uh, one of the real exciting, really exciting moments in the sports history of St. Louis, I believe. Macaulay, See? let me ask you a question. As a kid, now like most kids, and you and I are, are good friends, were you a radio fan as a, as a kid growing up? Because we're not that, uh, that far apart in age, and I was. I listened all the time, but sometimes you get involved, and I know you were very involved in sports and so on. Were you that much of a radio fan? Oh, yeah. Were I you? Lived, lived at Page and Hamilton in St. Louis, which is uh, the west, uh, it's up by Wellston, uh, uh, west part of the city of St. Louis. And we lived in a you know, two-story flat and no air conditioning, uh, really hot. And uh, I can remember listening to the Cardinal baseball games. Uh, and I don't know whether France was doing them or whether uh, Harry Carey was doing them at that time. But uh, if George and, uh, and I'm sure Al Fleischman uh, remember guys like Whitlow Wyatt for the uh, Brooklyn Dodgers when the Dodgers were still in Brooklyn. And I can remember listening to the series uh, uh, with the Dodgers and then later some of the World Series games and I used to be in the Knothole Gang. We used to go out to the old Sportsman's Park and you know this may sound strange but I can and I, I'll bet you did this too Bob. You still visualize listening to the radio and uh, standing there at age 10, 11, 12 and warming up with the pitcher yeah. and, throwing, and throwing a pitch and uh, you might do it in your living room. I oh, still yeah. do that Ed. Yeah, yeah but well, I've seen you, Bob. And, uh, <laughs> Bob's Bob's not as old as you are, Ed. I think I ought to tell them. Well, I'm not as old as you are, Al. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> I ought to tell our listening audience that Ed McCauley 
in the judgment of many, many people, has turned out to be one of the most constructive citizens in our community, and he's a great asset to the community. And I have to tell you that he asked me a couple of months ago to come out and speak to a group of Catholic priests at Kenrick Seminary, and the subject he gave me was to talk about how to deliver the Word of God. And this bothered me not at all until I got out to Kenrick Seminary and suddenly hit me. What am I doing talking? I'm a Jew. What am I doing talking to Catholics about delivering the <laughs> Word of God? And then it you hit me as I walked in the door that uh, I might tell them that uh, so it bothers me, but it was a Jew, after all, who gave them the Word of God. That took uh, care yeah. of everything. <laughs> Gentlemen, we're going to have to pause for a moment. I know Ed McCauley has to get out of the office because the stores are closing at 4 and you're not done with your Christmas shopping yet, right? No, I have to pick up one gift. That's all. But let me wish Merry Christmas and a really a, a heartfelt a happy anniversary to Camelwax. It's certainly, certainly been a great contributor to St. Louis. I think one of the first phone calls I received at KMOX when I got here about seven years ago on At Your Service was a gentleman saying, you know, before you came here, young fella, we had a piano player and singer by the name of Torchy Wellman, and I think that she's still in town, and why don't you try and find her and see if she'll come down sometime and uh, do some of the old numbers. Well, seven years later, we found Torchy, and she's on the line with us right now. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. How are you? Where have you been hiding? Well, I'm in Washington, Missouri. That's <laughs> not that far for away. About twenty-four, uh, about twenty-four years, I guess. Georgie, you were here in the beginning, right? I was. I was just listening all day, and I think I'm one of the first uh, ones. You know, I was there the first and second years that Camwex was on the air. When I was there, I w I made fifteen dollars a week, and I guess that was good. At, you know, that many fifty years ago. <laughs> Fifteen dollars a week. In 1925. 1925 and 1926. You you were living high off the hog then, weren't you? Oh, I, I really was. I tell you, toward the end of the week, I was just about. I didn't have anything to eat really. <laughs> <laughs> Dorothy Wilman from down in Washington, Missouri. She was here in 1925. We're here in 1975. Bob Starr's there. I'm Jim White, and Bill Wilkerson dropped by. Al Fleischman with us, and George Carson. A few guests you have to talk with. We have another hour of KMOX's 50th anniversary special, originally broadcasted in 1975, coming up in the next hour. Don't go anywhere. The following is a special presentation of KMOX. Welcome back to the KMOX Anniversary Special. I'm your host, Ryan Recker. The Voice of St. Louis first went on the air on December 24th, 1925. And as we now celebrate 95 years of broadcast history, today we're telling the stories from our golden anniversary, the 50th Anniversary Special from December 24th, 1975. We now continue with Jim White. Jack Buck dropping by on this Christmas Eve afternoon. All right, Merry it's Christmas. a pleasure to visit with the folks today, as it is every day, Jim, and we have the pleasure of the company of Walter Cronkite, who is in New York. And Walter, we wish you a Merry Christmas and an opportunity for you to wish your many listeners and fans in this Midwest area the same. Well, Jack, thank you very much, and hello, Jim, and Merry Christmas to everybody out there. It's a real, real privilege to, to get a chance to say not only Merry Christmas, but... Uh, Happy golden anniversary to KMOX. You know, we, we're all part of the same family, and it's a, it's a, an honor to be a part of the KMOX family. It, it seems to me kind of appropriate, you know, that that your birthday uh, should come at Christmas time. You you guys at 
camel wrecks really have been a gift to the St. Louis area. And I guess the people of the area certainly have responded with all that warmth and affection that they're famous for lavishing on their friends. Well, nice of you to say so, Walter. We're happy that you're aware of our birthday. How's your health? Very well. Very good, thank you. I'm uh, very well. My health is very good. Let me make a grammatical point. <laughs> How's the sailboat? <laughs> well, unfortunately, laid up for the winter. That's the penalty we pay by sailing in the, uh, in, in, uh, the great northeast. So it's laid up for the winter, and I hope it's well, too. A chance uh, soon for you to get away? I'm going to take off for a couple of weeks, uh, beginning at the end of this week. I'm going up to Martha's Vineyard, uh, the little island off of Cape Cod, Massachusetts, which is a fairly barren place in the winter. But uh, I've never really tried it for two long weeks in the winter, but I think it ought to, the seclusion of it ought to be conducive to getting some thoughts together for the 76 political run. Right, we we don't want to talk any business today, do we? <laughs> no, let's not. Let's not. But uh, but you're right. That's the that's the big item in the offing for uh, for you and people who pursue the same endeavors. We're going to have some year of it. I'll tell you that. Walter, if I might just ask one question, uh, you being from the Midwest and everybody kind of feels like it's a hometown boy making good here in the St. Louis area and, and Missouri in general. We have now finished a half century of broadcasting at KMOX. Uh, the next big one will be the centennial, of course. A lot of young people, a lot of young men and women listening now, just breaking into journalism, into the broadcast media in particular. And from your vantage point of having served it for so many years and serving it so excellently, what would your advice be to these young people? Do you see a bright future in our field? Oh, absolutely. I, I see a bright future in the sense that, uh, that there's always going to be communications out there, whether it's uh, in, in specifically the mode of the day today. I, I doubt that because there are always advances and there will be some in the future. But somebody is always going to have to be gathering the news and uh, delivering it uh, in whatever form is available to them at the time. I uh, just, uh, any advice to them, it sounds awfully corny, but uh, it, uh, I think, is still the most solid of all advice, and that probably is why it's corny, but uh, uh, it's to be true to themselves, and in being true to themselves, they will, I think, uh, gather and uh, disseminate the news with the integrity and the honesty that is essential if we're to have an effective free press and free speech in this country. And if we don't have effective free speech and free press, we're not going to have a country. It's kind of a simple formula, but uh, that's it. Walter, a little free time for you on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day? Uh, not very much. No? <laughs> not very much. We've got the, the broadcast to get on the air and uh, the radio broadcast and the television broadcast. And it's uh, pretty much a full-time job. It's always been... Day or not, you know. You guys know that as well as anybody. It has always been thus, hasn't it? It always has been, and I don't feel that... I don't feel at all about that. Uh, uh, I think that, you know, you, you get your joy where you uh, can find it, and I get my family together on Christmas morning and on Christmas Eve after the broadcast is off the air. I've been doing this uh, either with United Press or with CVS all my life, and uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't find it a great chore. I don't think anybody ought to feel sorry for us. No sense changing now, anyhow. That's right. Walter, have a nice time, and thank you for the visit here. Have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year to all of you out there. Walter Cronkite, wishing all of you a Merry Christmas, as we wish to the man at CBS in New York. Jack, I don't want you to run off, because there's another old friend of yours on the line here right now. I only have one other friend. His name is Divine. Oh, Andy. No, no, no. Dan. <laughs> 
Getting warm. Bing. Ah. Bing Divine. How are you? I'm uh, fine. Is that the only three divines you know? <laughs> I, I guess it is. <laughs> and, and you're not the last one on the list. You know that. We're we're friends of long time standing. I know, Bing, that uh, you're going to have a nice holiday. You have all the family together, don't you? Yes, that's right. It's uh, exciting times. And I realize, too, that it's not only uh, the holiday season, but also the 50th anniversary of KMOX, so it adds to the occasion. And you're feeling good? Very good. Fine. How, how's your mother? My mother's fine. As you know, she's 92, going on 93, and she'll be out this evening for uh, probably after dinner so that she doesn't get involved in too much uh, of the frenzied activity and then stay overnight and be available in the morning, be around in the morning to participate in the gifts, of course, which is particularly a time for the children and the grandchildren, and her, in her case, great-grandchildren. Well, Merry Christmas to uh, you and Mary and your daughters and your mom and uh, the grandchildren, and have a nice time at the Divine Home this evening. Well, uh, same thing to everybody there. I thought I heard uh, a couple of things today that impressed me to show you I've been listening. I've been driving around running errands and listening to Kim Wax, and I heard Sue Mathias, or I thought I heard her say, and if I didn't, it still made sense that she was awaiting serenity. And I guess this is the time of the year that if you don't have, have it, you're awaiting uh, uh, peacefulness and serenity to catch up with you so you can enjoy this uh, particular holiday season. And I heard Sid Solomon refer to the station with a heart, and I think uh, he's right, and it's uh, certainly fitting, but I think it goes beyond that, too, because uh, to be a successful individual or a viable uh, company, a business enterprise, you not only have to have heart, but you have to have mind and compassion. And, of course, uh, Certainly Bob Hyland in recent years by his leadership has brought that, uh, that combination together to make a most impressive and most contributing uh, radio station to the community in the area. Let's hope the next year, Bing, that uh, you and your compatriots have a, a pennant to put not under the Christmas tree but on top of the Christmas well, tree. Well, this year. is the time of the year when we're looking ahead in baseball. I guess right now it would be more appropriate to offer your best wishes to the football Cardinals in their playoffs and the Blues and the Spirits to come back from slumps, which, as you know just as well as I do, we all have, particularly in team sports, and St. Louis U to have successful seasons. I think probably to wind up that it really is an important time now and, and upcoming when you think about the fact that it's KMOX's 50th anniversary and next year will be the nation's bicentennial and baseball centennial and also something we're quite proud of, of and are going to certainly do something about and make something of it here in St. Louis. It's the 50th anniversary of the first Cardinal Pennant and World Series. Have a nice time, Bing. Thanks, Jack. Same Thank to you. you. Thank you. Bye-bye. We have more of our 50th anniversary KMOX special dating back to 1975 coming up next. We now celebrate 95 years of KMOX Radio, but for now, we're going to enjoy some more stories from our golden anniversary from 1975. Back again with Jim White. Another fellow joining us from way out there, and he used to work at KMOX last week, and he will again next week. His name is Bob Hardy, and he's taking a vacation, and... Uh, well, he had to go out to the West Coast to meet somebody. Robert, Merry Christmas and best holiday wishes to you. How are you? Well, I'm fine, Jim. Merry Christmas to you and Bob and Jim and the whole crowd. Uh, gee whiz, I couldn't let this day go by without calling in on the on the traditional KMOX Christmas party just to offer best wishes and uh, 
sincere good uh, hopes for 1976 and just general nice thoughts all the way around. You have to be one of the best-looking grandfathers I've ever met, I think. <laughs> well, I'm I got <laughs> If you're not the best-looking, you're certainly one of the proudest. I got, I got the best-looking granddaughter you ever saw. I have to say something here, Bob Starr. I talked to him a minute ago. He said, you know, out here, I'm just tempted to kidnap him and bring, her, bring him back. And I have her, to... Her. Yeah, well, that's what he said. Him. Oh. Oh, you said him? <laughs> Little Freudian slip there, Coach? <laughs> well, you know how it goes. You know how it goes. Yeah, we're just having a grand time, uh, <laughs> pardon the pun, with a granddaughter. <laughs> that is really super. I'm not really, uh, really totally uh, ready for all of this, somehow. But then again, you'd be surprised how quickly you slip into the role. Uh, I think you're probably accepting it quite well. Yeah. Yeah, I wanted to buy her an electric train, but her mother wouldn't allow me to do that. <laughs> I bet her mother would allow you to buy her an electric train. Yeah. Something yeah. she never had. She had to give up to her brother. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> now, we're out here at uh, Mather Air Force Base, which is, uh, oh, just a little bit uh, east of Sacramento, California. And that's where uh, daughter Sandy and her husband Glenn are, and Glenn's flying T-43s out here. Um uh, part of the Air Force routine and uh, gave us an opportunity to come out and be with our brand new granddaughter who today celebrates a birthday. She's two weeks old today. <laughs> You're we've, terrible. We've been birthday partying just a little bit. <laughs> Bob, we look forward to having you back next week and I'm going to spend the weekend resting my eyes because I know you're going to flood us all with pictures when you get back here. Well, I just counted them. Uh, we've got <laughs> a couple of Polaroids and, uh, and uh, a couple of 35 millimeters. And so far, we've got 104 Polaroid pictures to show you. <laughs> okay, we'll look forward to it. Merry <laughs> Christmas. Four days left. <laughs> give, us, give our best to the whole family, Bob, and we'll see you here next Monday. Well, we will do that, and to all of the, all of the people there who make, uh, make the KMOX family what it really is, uh, our best wishes for just a super holiday and a great 1976. Merry Christmas, Bob. Take care. To you. Bye. Bob Hardy reporting in from California this afternoon. Now, for a quick look around the area, Don Miller in the KMOX Famous Bar Copter One. Okay, Jim, I've been flying around up here about 45 minutes now, looking the situation over. You're right, there is traffic uh, in the area, not uh, a great deal of it on the interstates. Uh, it all seems to be concentrated uh, around the major shopping centers. I'm uh, very frankly more than a, a little surprised at uh, how they're packed in around some of these major centers. South County is, uh, well, just uh, packed almost to the rim over there. In fact, they're even using the rear lot, the one that uh, we rarely see cars parked on. West County Shopping Center is in like condition, and uh, I've just circled Northwest Plaza, but they still have a crowd over there, so it looks like we have a, a lot of people, and I would suspect that many of them are men doing some last-minute frantic shopping. By the way, a couple of police cars and an ambulance have just pulled up in front of uh, famous bar in Northwest Plaza. They may have a, a, a sick case or perhaps some kind of an accidental injury in there. Not interrupting the uh, shopping business, though, as people uh, carrying packages. and Oh, and by the way, too, uh, I'm uh, also up here kind of uh, on a snow watch, and we are beginning to pick up some precip out here in the west end. It's coming in right now in the form of very fine rain, almost a drizzle, freezing, of course, up here on Copter 1, but it doesn't look uh, yet like it's dampening the highways, but conditions make it hazardous, so uh, certainly want everybody to uh, exert extreme caution. We'll be back in a few minutes, Jim, throwing it back to you at KMOX. Another one of our lady journalists, is that the proper term, I suppose? Lady journalists? Or news in the person. News, news person. 
news ladies, news women, news bison on the <laughs> staff at KMOX Radio is Mary Cox. And, uh, and I have a Christmas oh. poem, a KMOX Christmas poem. Is this of your own uh, doing? Yes, with this? apologies to the night before Christmas. Okay. <laughs> Ready. "'Twas the day before Christmas, and all through the station, the management and staff say it's time for celebration. Yes, everyone is here, and we're having a party. Fifty years in the business. That's a record quite hearty. Now there's Buck, White Hardy, Trankman and Starr, and Carney and Davis. Yes, a team unmatched so far. I got y'all. But hark, there's also John Terry, John Sabin, Pagano, and Clark, who work in the newsroom, and of whom you hardly ever hear producing series and newscasts year after year. They're joined by Sherberg and Salik, McNeil, Sally Fitz. They're the others in the newsroom. Now at the other end, there sits the boss of the newsroom, who some call the Greek. But we just call him John Angelidis, sir, week after week. And how could we forget our own Bill Ott, the newsroom engineer, without whom we'd be not? And then there's the listener, of whom we're very fond, because without you, our work couldn't go on. And at this point, as my time draws to a close, I wish you and your family a Merry Christmas, and I propose, have a Happy New Year. You hear? That's very good. <laughs> That's very good. That explains a lot of the copy I've been getting recently. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. You penned that yourself. Yes, That's very nice. Well, they're from Bob Burns as we go along during this hour, and the two managers of the two stations are at the microphone. Virginia Dawes is the manager of the KMOX AM. Virginia, a Merry Christmas to you. And Merry Christmas to you, Jack. And, and how are all of the thousands of listeners. Millions. Millions. <laughs> Millions. Right. Millions. Well, I figured since you came on the air, you know. And Howard, they tuned out. You mean mm. uh, it went from millions down to thousands? I didn't say that. <laughs> yes, you did. I, I heard didn't it. say that. <laughs> and Howard Bernhardt is the manager of Camwex FM. And Howard, uh, Merry Christmas to you. Merry Christmas to you and to your hundreds of listeners. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. You have Would a family. Some kids you're going to be sharing the evening with, huh? Right, right. Uh, they'll be having a ball tonight. What, what are your kids' names? Uh, Richard and Nancy, they're a boy and a girl. That oh. works out usually with those names. Yeah. How old are they? Eight and ten. Richard will be 11 uh, the day after Christmas. As a matter oh, he, he's in luck then, right? Oh, tremendous luck. That's revealed. He gets the Christmas gifts and the birthday gifts the next day. He'll probably change it to July birthday as he gets older. <laughs> this your last effort for the day to visit with us here? Um, we have to put a few things together upstairs, but it'll, uh, I'll be home pretty soon. You'll be home pretty soon for Christmas Eve. And Ginny, everybody has had the holiday spirit around here today. It sounded that way. Yeah, we've had a lot of people yeah, come and go, and, and really, uh, you don't you don't realize how many people. I guess you do more than the employees. You being the station manager, realize how many people are involved here until you start dealing with them on a day like uh, the day before Christmas. Yeah, they're. Uh Quite a few people, as you have said. How many? What 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 is the figure that employed at KMOX Radio? At any at what point in time? At, at, at what at, point at, of day? At maximum. <laughs> no, I'm not talking about one day, but those uh, total on the payroll. It's up over a hundred. Oh, oh yeah, in a year's time, considerably more than that. The various sports seasons change things, you know, a lot. Up close at to a lot of people. Couple of hundred. It could be that. It's more than that are listening, yeah. isn't it? More than listening, according <laughs> to Howard Bernhardt. Right? <laughs> well, Dan Miller is listening, and he wants it back up there. And this helicopter report is not sponsored by Famous Bar, but we'll give him a plug anyhow and check in and hear what Don Miller has to say. To our 99 listeners, because Don Miller was, <laughs> was not listening. Mr. Albo, you have anything special for this 
I have to say this, and I, I think I have said it on these Christmas festivals every year. We're very fortunate because this is the greatest fun in the world. Yeah, and we have, we have so many Absolutely friends right, as a right. result, uh, at least I count them as friends, right. as a result of our association with uh, baseball, football, basketball, hockey, and so forth. When you stop to think, Jack, that we are paid to report things that other pay good money to see, uh, I, I wouldn't trade it. There's nothing in the world that I would trade all this for. And it turned out very well for me. I don't know about you because this turned out to be the only thing I could do. Well, that's pretty much the way it was with me. I, uh, I, uh, when I came out of school at St. Louis University in 1935, I was interested in being a sports writer, had some thought about being a lawyer. I'm glad now that I didn't. That was, of course, that was a little too early to be thinking in terms of sports announcing, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That started for me in 1947 here. But I want to say one thing. I've heard a number of people, some voices today, like Art Stout and Bill Mansfield, great old friends. And I don't know how far anybody has gone back, but when I was a small boy, my first memory of KMOX was Christmas afternoon. And I don't know whether it was the first Christmas, 1925 or 26 or 27, one of those, and somebody might be able to help us. You know what the first memory was? What was that? A call-in show. You think Bob Hyland started something here a few years ago with that your service? That that was either 19, I guess it was 1926, 49 years ago. The number one hit song in the country at that time was a song called My Blue Heaven. And KMOX had a guy playing the piano all Christmas afternoon, and they called in and asked for requests. Is that right? And they would not play, they would not play My Blue Heaven until they got 250 requests for it. And about this time, Saturday after 4 o'clock in the afternoon, they got the 250th and played it. And the pianist was a guy named Ted Strader, who later was very big in New York. Mm -hmm. That's my first memory of Game Wax. It might have been 50 years ago, but I think it's 49. I think it was 1927. We have many more KMOX anniversary memories to come. Stay tuned. This is a KMOX Radio special presentation. KMOX is celebrating 95 years of broadcasting, and today we're rebroadcasting moments from the golden anniversary in 1975. I'm your host, Ryan Recker. And I think if I punch this button, I'm going to be in touch with the man who walks and talks, John McCormick. John, are you there? Hello? Hello. No, I don't walk and talk. No, who, who is it? This is a fellow that sings and whistles, Harry Fender. Oh, Harry, how are you? Hiya, Jack. Are Harry? we on the air? Yes, we are. No kidding, are we? Yeah. Yep. Boy, I'm glad we're on. I want to wish everybody a happy, happy anniversary down there and a happy anniversary of the station. It's uh, and also I want to thank my millions of fans for all the bags of mail I got this year. That's a great pleasure. You know, Jack, uh, 50 years ago I wasn't even born. You understand? <laughs> I know that. No, no. And uh, this station went on the air 50 years ago, right? Well, in 1936 I was six years old, and my mother bought me my radio for Christmas, and I wanted to hear KMOX, and I turned it on. And I heard the scratchiest sound. I said, Mom, what's wrong with this? Said, There's nothing wrong. That's Jack Carney Broadcasting, dear. Oh, yeah? So he's been on the round. He gives you that young stuff, you know. But he's been on the air since 1936 on this station, Jack. He's can not ask, fooling me. Can I ask Bob, Harry Bob Burns wants to visit with you, Harry Fender. How's old Bob? You know, I, I, I want to say this to you, Jack. 
It's a pleasure to talk to this station. I want to wish you all a very Merry Christmas uh, down there and on the air and to my millions and millions of fans that listen to me on KMOX Radio. You're not saying a word. Well, I was just waiting till you're through, then I was going to ask you a question. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas, Harry Fender. Goodbye. Love the cow. Okay. Have a nice evening. That wants you to cheer up. It's Christmas Eve. <laughs> and now we have the man who walks and talks at midnight, John McCormick. John, Merry Christmas to you. Merry Christmas to you, Jack. How's everything? All right. Sounds like you're having a very interesting afternoon. Yeah, we are. Usually, when uh, when I look at the clock and hear John McCormick talking, and it's 25 past 4, <laughs> that means you're almost through work. Yeah, almost. Almost 4 in the morning. Right. How have you been? Well, pretty good, Jack. I hear you all the time. I don't get to see you often enough. No, you, by the time you uh, wander in here in the evening, you get in, what, about 11 o'clock or yeah, so? Yeah, around 11. And uh, most of the day people have gone, and by the time they come back to work in the morning, you've disappeared again. Well, speaking of that, Jack, I want to wish all the members of our staff, certainly whom I never get to see and who helped me so much, uh, holiday greetings, you know. I hope they have the merriest of Christmases, and the same for the persons who are with me in the nighttime hours. How is June? Just fine. Just fine. Give her our best, and uh, what's your work schedule, uh, John? Are you going to be on tonight? I'll be on tonight. I'll be on until 7 tomorrow morning. Yeah, well, what are you going to do between midnight and 7? Anything in particular? Well, we'll do a few of the things, of course, attendant to Christmas, and I have some very gorgeous sounds to present, including my own, you understand. <laughs> right. Have a nice evening, John. You too, okay. and Merry Christmas to all of you. Merry Christmas, John. Thank you. John McCormick. A short while ago, Jack Carney got together with Mr. Arthur Taylor, the president of CBS. Mr. Taylor? Good morning. Jack. Good morning, sir, and Merry Christmas. Merry, Merry Christmas to you, too. Haven't seen you since you starred in our little dramatic production some time ago. Jack, that turned out to be my first and last dramatic presentation. I think the whole world was trying to tell me something, but for whatever it's worth, you get the credit for giving me my big chance. <laughs> Well, I tried to launch a new career. If, if it didn't come off, I'm sorry. Can we try again? Can we try again soon? I, I'd, I'd love to. We'll have to include a part for you in one of our productions in the upcoming new year. Sorry, that, that's, there's a good New Year's resolution, Jack, and I accept immediately, regardless of what the part is. Mr. Taylor, I thought you might like to reminisce about uh, that day 50 years ago here on Christmas Eve when you put KMOX on the air for the first time. I wish I could, and unfortunately, uh, we, CBS, were not there when KMOX went on the air, although we've been a part of the KMO picture for, for most, of those, uh, most of those years. And I must say to you, Jack, that it's been a very, very uh, fine relationship. Uh, we pride ourselves on thinking of KMOX as the voice of St. Louis, and every time I visit uh, your community, I'm impressed by the number of uh, citizens, people of prominence, but just regular citizens who believe that KMOX is doing a fine job of serving the people of your community, and that's, uh, that's very, very important uh, to, us, uh, to us here in New York. So I think what I'd like to do is simply take the opportunity to congratulate the, uh, Bob Highland and the entire staff of KMOX on this uh, anniversary and at the uh, same time uh, uh, extend the best wishes of CBS uh, to the people of St. Louis for the very, very strong support they've given us and they've given the station over this half century. We look forward to doing it for at least another half century. Perhaps I'll be able to be here 
keep your fingers crossed when we hit the 100-year mark. Well, Mr. Taylor, we at KMOX are, are proud of a, of a long record of service to the community here, but we're proud, too, of being a member of the CBS family. And I think one of the most exciting things for me, for us, is the fact that Radio today, 1975, going into 1976. Some, some people refer to the golden days of radio as the 30s and the 40s, but we feel, and I think justifiably so, that the golden days of radio are today and that radio has never been better. I couldn't agree more with that, Jack. It's not only statistically provable, uh, but it's certainly observable. And uh, more and more people, as I travel throughout the country, uh, come to depend on radio uh, as a major source of their news and of their uh, of their information of their entertainment. I think radio is doing a a superb job. As I recall, there are over now 7,000 radio stations, both big and small, serving this country. Uh, that's many more than the number of newspapers or magazines. And in fact, one would have to say, uh, when one looks for a multiplicity of voices speaking to the American people, that radio is doing that job today. So I think you're absolutely right. Well, there are far more radios than bathtubs, but if you ride the subway, I guess you know that. Well, yes, I do ride the subway occasionally, and I do know that. But uh, again, may I express my warmest congratulations to you and to all members of the station as well as the community, and thanks very much for giving me the opportunity to spend a few minutes with you. Mr. Taylor, thank you, and a very Merry Christmas and a very Happy New Year to you. Same to you, Jack. Right, sir. Bye-bye. Right, Jack Carney with Arthur Taylor, the president of CBS. Here's another friend on the phone, Stan Musial. Hall of Famer, Merry Christmas, Stan. Hey, say, John, Merry Christmas to you, pal. Well, Good. Where are you as we talk to you now? Well, I'm uh, sitting home here at home, right in front of the fireplace, and uh, we're waiting for you know most of our family to get over tonight and kind of enjoy a nice Christmas Eve dinner. Well, how's everything going for you? Well, just great, Jack. Uh, we're oh, having. Oh, I heard a story about you. What's that? You took a cruise. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, Red Nine Bing and Simmons, we had a terrific cruise down to Caribbean, and we had a lot of fun and a lot of sun. And, and, you, got, and, and you got seasick. <laughs> and some rough seas, too. You got seasick. <laughs> yeah, we did. You were in the Navy during World War II. Yeah, well, I'm glad I was a land sailor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I understand it was a pretty rough trip, huh? <laughs> it really was, but it's great, great fun. Well. So what are you going to be doing now? Are you going to lay low during the holidays? Well, or? yeah, it's going to be around St. Louis most of the time and uh, just kind of relax and be with the family. And these are great days and, you know, days of Christmas. And, uh, you know, you count all your blessings. And But uh, then again, you know, Christmas, Jack, is the time for charity. And, uh, the, you know, you're in, in the mood of giving. And uh, I think that makes it makes the holidays very nice. Yeah, you know, Jack, uh, can I reminisce about Camelot a minute? Sure you can. We got a lot of time here. Well, you know, uh, you know, this is a, 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 a kind of an ama amazing story because, uh, you know, on the side of our restaurant, CPS owned that, and that, that, that was where Camelot was supposed to be. And, of course, uh, then about that time, Bob Holland saw the uh, vision of, uh, of uh, downtown St. Louis and... Uh, he could see what was going on downtown, and uh, he, he decided, they decided, CBS decided to move downtown, you know, where, they, where the action really was for, you know, for, for a station like KMOX. Yeah, where we are right now. Yes, that's right. So about that same time, our, we were looking for a new location uh, about that same time, so uh, Highland approached us and uh, see if we, we, we liked that location, and we were looking for a midtown location. 
So we bought the brown, uh, ground from CBS where our restaurant is now, and you fellas are downtown, so... Uh, it worked out well for everybody, <laughs> huh? It really did. I think it's great division. I'm part of, you know, Bob Holland was a great friend of ours, and, uh, and uh, knowing the downtown area, they got started in at first, and it's just been a great thing for, you know, everybody concerned. Have a lot of fun, Stan. Have a nice <laughs> evening. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays to you and all your listeners who came away. It's good. Merry Christmas. Visit with Stan Musial. We're going to talk it over with an old friend here in just a moment. You're tuned to KMOX Radio, the voice of St. Louis. Thank you for listening to this anniversary special. And if you like it, you can find a copy of the program online at KMOX.com in the podcast section. Just search for it wherever you find your podcast. We have one more segment coming up next on KMOX. Ninety-five years of KMOX Radio in St. Louis. I hope you've enjoyed this special. We continue for one last time, looking back at the 50th anniversary special from 1975. People always say to me, whatever happened to old Roy McCarthy? And they're right. It is old Roy McCarthy. Uh, How are you? I'm pretty good, Jack. Feeling good? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Did we put in some hours together on the air or didn't we? Remember when we started at your service? Yes, we certainly. I certainly do. I don't remember the dates. I'm not good at all on the dates. It was in February. February of what year? 1960. 1960. Right. That's five years ago. No, it's 15 years ago, Jack. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we had some laughs, didn't we? Yeah, and I, did, Jack. I, I kind of think, without uh, ringing our own bell here, that we did some good, don't you? I do. I really do. And the most memorable at your service I can remember was Eleanor Roosevelt. Yeah. Remember that? Yes, I certainly do. Uh, When people ask me uh, the most memorable people, I name three people. Who's that? One was Eleanor Roosevelt. The other was Professor Toynbee. Right. And the third was Dr. Urey, the gentleman who discovered heavy water and led to the atom bomb. I thought he was one of the most interesting people that we've had. I didn't understand anything he said, but I thought he was interesting. Oh, no. He he got down down to our level after a while. No, he did, really. Thank you for calling me. A pleasure. Okay. Good day. Good day. And Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you, Jack. Roy McCarthy. Earlier, we uh, we visited with Virginia Dawes, who's the manager of KMOX Radio, Bob Hyland's regional vice president of CBS Radio. And, Bob, c- congratulations on a good year. Merry Christmas to you. Jack, same to you and the entire staff here and your families. Uh, we wish you, from uh, management of KMOX, a very happy Christmas, too. And we're delighted with this day. It seems to be that this is a very joyous time and I, I I talked with the staff earlier today and we were talking about about Christmas uh, uh, 50 years ago and what those people were doing scurrying around just getting ready to put us on the air for the first time you could, I think they went on the air at seven o'clock in the evening we were only about we were less than two hours away from the time they went on I, I lo- I'd love to have a time machine and, uh, machine and go back in time to Look over their shoulder and see what they were doing with the old equipment. I think it'd be marvelous. Old equipment and uh, different kind of people, I'm sure. Different kind of people, different kind of programming. Oh, it was. It must have been really exciting times in broadcasting in those days. And when you think of 50 years and the time spectrum we're in today, my lord, 50 years, we're we're still a baby. We're still growing. We just started. And then at seven o'clock tonight, something special to mark the anniversary. Something very special. We're very proud of it. Our St. Louis Symphony had a sensational holiday pop concert here in the uh, not too long ago, and we 
uh, recorded it uh, and sent it to our network. Our network <coughs> was so enthused about it that they're going to put it out all over the United States. And, and as Jim White just mentioned, uh, it'll be on the Armed Forces Network. It'll be virtually heard around the world tonight, and be millions and millions of people will be listening to our St. Louis Symphony with the holiday pops. We're very excited about that. Richard Heyman, uh, the director, mm -hmm. accompanied by the legend singers. And yes. aside from radio... It's been a heck of a year for you and your uh, cohorts with regard to St. Anthony's Hospital. Good things. Well, we've had a lot of good things happen in the hospital and a lot of other things that we've been trying to do in the community, and I think uh, I think it has. As we reflect back on, on 1975, Jack has been a marvelous year, and uh, we're looking forward, as we always do at KMOX, for uh, the next year. We, don't, we look back just for an instant. Well, we did that yesterday. That was good or that was bad, but then we're looking forward to tomorrow, today and tomorrow is what we're going to do today and what we're going to do tomorrow. And that's what I think makes it so exciting around here at this station. And uh, we have a, one of the greatest. <laughs> you make me chuckle because you sure do look back only for an instant, and it sure is exciting around here. <laughs> you have well, big plans for 76? We sure have. We've got some surprise. We always have something going on here, is, and I think it, I can't imagine doing anything else but being in the broadcasting business. I think everything, all the great industries in the world today, and that's what makes our world go. But this is so exciting and so interesting, and I think that uh, I think the people in the staff feel that way about it too. So you'll be home tonight with wife uh, Pat mm -hmm. and Matt and Molly. Yes, and I have a son coming in from New York. He's with CBS and doing very, very well. Another son who is. Uh, is um, doing uh, very well here in the community and in, uh, in the advertising business. And Brother Bill? Brother Bill is also in the advertising business and doing very well, too. So Brother. we're very proud of it. I, I look back over the years, I noticed in one of the papers, in fact, the Globe Democrat the other day, that they mentioned uh, uh, 25, <coughs> pardon me, 25 years ago, just a, few, a week or two ago, my beloved father passed away. And I, just while you were mentioning family, as I, as I don't usually get into, I, I have to... Uh, give a, a salute to him because he truly was a great man. And you'll be at work tomorrow morning at what, 4.30? Oh, a little <laughs> earlier than that, Jack. Uh, you're not coming into work tomorrow. <clears throat> well. Are you? Tell me I, you're not. I don't know, Jack. I don't know. We'll see. Tell me you're know. not coming in. You'll spoil my Christmas Eve if you tell me you might come to work tomorrow. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. Have a nice evening. Thank you very much, and congratulations uh, to the entire staff. But I want to offer my congratulations to the millions of listeners we have now and have had through the years for your patience and time that you've spent with us. Our deep appreciation to each and every one of you for your wonderful support, for your suggestions and comments. Every Sometimes we haven't done things just the way you've liked them, but we're, I can tell you one thing, we, we have tried, and uh, that's the one thing that we will never be accused of not trying. And uh, I, we pledged you in this coming year, 1976, to do better than we did in 1975, and we will certainly be appreciative of your support. Thanks very much, and a happy Christmas to all. Robert Highland. Thanks for spending time with us today and enjoying some of those KMOX anniversary memories from 1975. You can find a copy of this program online by going to kmox.com and searching for it in the podcast section. You can also find it wherever you download your podcasts. Have a great day. His
karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org slash savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this... Why? ...a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion.